Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is September 15th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Lead off segment for this episode is entitled a bad weekend for me football wise. Um, I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan. They lost a close game, and we all know that I'm a diehard um, Florida State Seminoles fan, and obviously they lost a close game. Um, the, the close losses hurt more than just getting blown out, okay? Because um, you, you know early on that there's no hope when, when you're in a blowout. Okay, um, but when you're in the game, the whole game, and it comes down to one or two plays at the end, and you don't make those plays, then I mean it's just it's it's gut wrenching, you know. Just to be perfectly honest, and um, you know that's how both of my teams that's what it came down to this weekend. Um. I didn't get to watch the uh, San Francisco 49ers game. Um, It wasn't televised. Um, But, you know, I I watched the Florida State and um, Georgia Tech game. Um, You know, just disappointment. Um, And then the game that I actually saw. um, I've, I've already... You know, pretty much um, told you about how I felt and, um, about that game Saturday. Um, so it wasn't a good weekend football-wise, but um, overall, just glad to have football back. It was a distraction of sorts from reality for a couple of hours over a couple of days. And, um, you know, just thankful to uh, have that, um, that um, the uh, coronavirus hasn't prevented that from um, happening. Um, So, um, let me know what you think about that segment. Moving on to the next segment. No fans, no problem. No problems. Um, it was weird seeing no fans in the uh, stands for the games, and I thought it would have it af- it would affect the um, intensity of the players not having the uh, fans there. Um, but I heard one guy say it um, on TV: with no fans at the games, you're basically playing neutral site games. 
And um, he, I think he was right on the money with that. Um, another thing is that the uh, <laughs> the inside of the new L.A. Uh, arena, stadium, dome, whatever you want to call it, it looks just like Cowboy Stadium, man. Except for the uh, the scoreboard. It's 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 almost an exact replica on the inside. I thought they were at uh was it AT and T Stadium? That's why I thought they were when they initially, you know, flashed the inside of the stadium on the uh, screen here. But um, I mean, I it's it's just weird looking at a game with no fans. Um, a couple of teams had fans at the games. Um, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Florida State, and some other teams. But <clears throat> I think you can do it, but you're going to have to keep those people separate. And you've already seen in some of the student sections of some of these stadiums, they have not, uh, the students have not uh, been separate and they have been, um, you know, not wearing masks. So I think it's, I mean, at the end of the day, unless you're going to say martial law, unless you're going to, you know, <laughs> shoot people on sight, you know, people are going to make their choices, man. And um, we can either respect it or, you know, go extreme the other way. Um, but I hope one day that we can um get fans back and um you know it's just weird not seeing them on tv um so let me know what you think about that um next segment which is florida state stuff um bye week uh comes at a good or bad time. I think it's coming at a great time. Because it's really. I think you should really take this opportunity. To reevaluate. A lot of stuff that you're doing. Offensively. Okay. Whatever you did on that scoring drive. With James Blackman. That's you need to do more stuff like that. I'm not saying you can run those exact plays. Every drive. But. It's obvious that when he when he can make quick decisions, he's a more effective quarterback. The longer he has to make a decision, it's usually going to end up in a bad decision. And give Georgia Tech's defense credit. They made a concerted effort not to let Tamori and Terry beat them. Okay? Their DBs played pretty good. Um. So, I, I think defensively you're doing you've you've got some some nice things going on. I really do think that you got some nice things going on defensively. Offensively, I mean, we all know it needs work. You you've got a patchwork offensive line. Okay, and. You know, if you're going to run this offense, you you have to make quick decisions. 
um, when you if you're going to run the football, you have to run quick hitting running plays. You can't have like a you can't have your running back five yards deep in the backfield and try to do a, you know, off tackle anything, anything that puts the running back deep in the backfield is usually you're not going to get positive yardage where is if where if he's closer to the line of scrimmage and he can hit the hole faster chances are you might you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy let's do it later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I get three to five yards. I mean, you've seen that in the game. When they ran quick little running plays uh Corbin and Webb were able to 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 get up and in the hole and get yards um I mean that's what you're going to have to do if if you're going to be successful um so I think I think the bye week comes at a great time where you can uh reevaluate the whole organization on the field um and reevaluate internally as far as what are you doing as far as coaching um because that really needs to um it really needs to change um so let me know what you think about that segment um during the bye week take a look at other quarterbacks I think you have to do that. I think you got to give Rotomaker and Purdy a look. I don't know if Purdy is still injured, um, but I think you have to give them a look. Um, uh, uh, Jordan Travis is a perfect fit for your offense, except he has a pop gun arm. And the one throw he made was, I mean, horrible. So I think you really need to take a look at your QBs. And I'm still I'm still racking my brain. I know some fans don't want to hear this, but I'm still racking my brain about how do you pass on Jeff Sims? How do you tell Jeff Sims, Mike Norvell, that he doesn't fit your offense? And then you bring Travis, Jordan Travis, out on the field, and he's basically doing the same thing that Jeff Sims is doing except Jeff Sims is a better passer a way better passer so I I I don't think I don't think it was he doesn't fit my offense I think that he was a core he was a core Willie Taggart guy and you didn't want him and I would have respected you more if you would have just came out and said that you know he was a part of Willie Taggart's uh rebuilding efforts and i think i can do it without him i don't want willie taggart's guy you know i would have respected you more if you would have said that i it would have been a dumb decision but i would have respected you more for saying that not just coming out he doesn't fit my offense well i hope you hit on rotomaker and purdy i really do
one of those I hope you hit a home run with one of those guys Because the, the Jeff Sims You know Basically I don't want you I, That's going to loom over you At least for me As long as I do this podcast And, and those quarterbacks don't, don't hit You're going to hear it every week from me That you missed on Jeff Sims Um so, like I said, you you need to take this bye week and all you do, well just this bye week right here this week, and really determine if if James Blackman is gonna be your guy. Cause next week you got a game plan, so you're not really gonna have time to, um, you know, reevaluate your quarterbacks. But this week you do. And you really need to take advantage of that. I think I and I'll give you credit. LaDamian Webb and Ja'Shawn Corbin, excellent finds. Um, some of your defensive guys uh, on the defensive line played uh, exceptionally well. I think you left Marvin Wilson. I gave. I think you gave Marvin Wilson too long of a break during this game. Now I understand you got to rest him. You you want him to be fresh, but I think he was I think he was off the field a little too much. Okay, he is your top guy. He needs to be on the field at at the critical times, and you put him back on the field in 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 the red zone, which was you know Georgia Tech was already rolling, but um they played a lot of guys defensively um so like i said they they need to they need to uh reevaluate everything that they're doing um special teams play great except for the missed field goals um which that that one field goal that that um the the kicker missed i mean you can say that's the difference in the game you know um but we got a long way to go man um so let me know what you think about that segment last segment for this episode defensively excuse me make some tweaks um i don't know the status of joshua kando i tried to look it up they're not giving me anything um overall i think the defense played pretty well um i think they got to jeff sims a lot he was still able as a true freshman he was able to make some money throws and you just got to give that 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 guy credit man you got to give that young man credit he made some money throws man and and he's a true freshman so i can only imagine going up against derrick king uh of miami next week next saturday um so we got we got some stuff we got to work out man uh I liked uh, I liked um, Kalen Deloach. I liked Amari Gaynor. Leonard Warner made some plays. Asante Samuel made some plays. Made two big interceptions. Um, um, I didn't I didn't I didn't see Miko Dotson out there. I don't know what his status is. Um, but I'm pretty sure whenever he gets on the field. He's going to make some plays. Um, Steven Dix, the true freshman, 
he's he's a he is a he he is a he looks like a senior at linebacker with, as far as his body. He's a beast. Number thirty two. I liked him. Um, but we, you got to make some adjustments though. We need better pass defense, and we need better defense all all the way around because Georgia Tech was able to make some plays in the run game. So, um, you know, hopefully better things coming against Miami and, um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go nose.